Enjoy this classic episode of The Prime Direction, brought to you in its original format. For more shows like this, visit our website at infinitepotato.com. In this episode, Sean interviewed Troy Wood about his Star Trek fandom. You'll hear references to Troy's podcast, World War G. That podcast is no longer in production, however, Troy is currently making a new podcast called The Brothers Ramble. You can find it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Now please enjoy the show. Hey everybody, this is Sean. I just want to take a minute here at the beginning of the show to let you know that the audio quality of this show is not the best. There was a little bit of a bad connection and it's worse in the first seven, eight minutes of the show. It gets a little better after that. So if you just stick it out, uh, I think it I think we had a pretty good interview. I interviewed uh, Troy Wood from the World War G podcast, and he told me about his fandom. And I'm not going to waste any more time. I just wanted to let you know about that little bit of a sound quality issue, and I'm going to move right on into the show. Fifty years ago, the world was introduced to the phenomenon that was Star Trek. Popular culture was changed forever, and eventually it became six television series and 13 motion pictures. People from all walks of life have been affected by it. Their lives have been affected by the lessons and the philosophies that they took away from it. This is the story of those fans. Interviews with individuals who love Star Trek and believe that their lives are better because of it. This is their prime direction. Hey everybody, welcome to The Prime Direction. My name is Sean, and my guest tonight is Troy Wood, who is the host of the World War G podcast. Troy, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. So, uh, tell me a little bit about the World War G podcast. Yeah, it's uh, me and my buddy AJ. Um, we, it, I mean, it's a geek podcast, that's what the G stands for. And, you know, we talk about everything from movies, uh, comic books, television, video games. Um, we've even talked about, you know, action figures, anime, just whatever. If, it, if it's geeky, we're talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of, I, I've got another show in addition to this one called Cosmic Potato. And that's kind of what we do. Just whatever we feel like talking about it. It's, it's usually movies or TV. But right, we, yeah. we talk about video games and... You know, all kinds of stuff like that. We had, we've had a, a three-part series about Saturday morning cartoons recently. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, we could, we could talk about that for a while. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about your Star Trek fandom tonight, um, kind of going back to your, your earliest memories of Star Trek and what it's meant to you over the years. And uh, I guess before we start on that, why don't you tell me a little bit about uh, where you're from originally and what your life was like as you were growing up. Oh, sure. Uh, so I uh, raised and still live in uh, Ogden, Utah. Um, you know, I, uh, pretty normal childhood, really. Um, 
I'm the youngest of four kids. Uh, I've been I've been married now for geez in December it'll be nine years. Um, and you know I've I've been a a geek or a nerd or whatever you prefer. Uh, pretty much since I was five. And uh, since I first got introduced to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, since then, you know, yeah, since then I've never looked back. Well, what's your um, what's your earliest memory of Star Trek? I remember well. For me, it's always been uh, at least my fondest memories uh, come from Star Trek: The Next Generation. Um, my mom got introduced to that through my aunt, her sister. Uh, you know, my, my aunt told her, oh, you've got to watch this, you've got to watch this show, you've got to watch uh, Star Trek. My mom was like, oh, I mean that old show from the 60s? No, no I don't, don't want to watch that. And she's like, no, 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 this is, this is good. This is updated, you know, it's got a new crew, it's really good. And so uh, she started watching it. Um, I think they were probably in like their third or fourth season at that point, so very early 90s. And uh, she started watching it. Then my oldest brother started getting into it, started watching it. And from that, that's how I kind of jumped onto it and just fell in love with it, fell in love with the show and the characters. Well, so so you came in in the third or fourth season. Have you ever gone back and watched the first couple of seasons since then? <laughs> So yeah. I was just wondering yes. if, you, if you think you would be a fan if you had come in in season one, <laughs> if you think you would have stuck Honestly, to it. Uh, probably not. Um, it, those, those seasons are, are rough to get through. That's for sure. Yeah, those those two seasons were you had to really be a Star Trek fan to stick with it um, all the way. Yes. But, but once you got into season three, you know, it was all good from there. But, oh yeah, sure, yeah. But what was it about the next generation that uh, you think connected with you and made you want to want to know more about that world and become and 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 made you a Star Trek fan? Um, you know, it, it's hard to pinpoint it because I was I was really young at the time. You know, I was I was born in '85. Okay. Um. So I I think it debuted. I think in 80, 80, 80, 89, something. Eighty seven. Like yeah. Eighty seven. Yeah. 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 That's what it was. And so I was really little. Um. And so some of my early are are sitting in my mom's room uh, at ten thirty at night on Fox thirteen here in uh, here in Utah, and sitting there it came on Sunday night, and that was kind of the Last thing, you know, last weekend I was able to do before I knew I had to get up the next day and, and go to school. But, um, you know, the, there's just something about that that crew and, and those those characters. You know, I've, I've since gone back and watched, you know, the original series and Deep Space Nine and Voyager and, like, one episode of Enterprise – and um, and they're they're good. I enjoy them, but I've never really been able to connect with those characters like I have with uh, the Next Generation. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, do, do you did you consider yourself to be like um, were you die hard from the very beginning, or was it just something that you just watched every now and then, or? Uh, in the beginning, it was something I I uh, watched every now and again. It was something that kind of helped uh, helped me bond with my mom and, and my brother, and uh, that's where it started. Uh, then, as I started getting older and started uh, rewatching them and and really getting into it, then I kind of became a, a, a diehard fan. You know, a lot of a lot of people when they're growing up and they're Star Trek fans the kids that they go to school with are not Star Trek fans. And, right. you know, sometimes sometimes you get made fun of for liking Star Trek and you get called a nerd and stuff like that. Was your Trek fandom something that you felt like you could be proud of or was it something that you had to hide or did, were you just one of the kids that didn't care? <laughs> you know, honestly, I didn't, I didn't talk about it much. Um, I really didn't talk about any of my kind of geeky passions because you're right. You know, at at the time, you you were kind of made fun of and you thought it was kind of weird and 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 so that especially something like Star Trek, where it's a very it's more of a of an adult show that you know a little seven eight year old kid that's running around going you know make it so you know stuff like that. It's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I. I I kept I kept my Star Trek fandom at home at at that point. Yeah. Well, uh, did you have any did you have any uh, Star Trek toys or or anything like that? Um, my brother did, uh, but he, I, I was never able to play with them uh, because they were for display only. Um, <laughs> yeah. A lot yeah, of toy collectors are like that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm kind of like that now, actually. But they were those old uh, Playmate figures, um, and he had them all lined up on his desk. Uh, there, <laughs> there was sometimes when he wasn't home that uh, I did play with him, and I did recreate uh, certain episodes of the series. And you know, I, I, I made a shuttlecraft out of a tissue box, and oh, I'd yeah. throw them in there, and yeah, I'd be flying around the house and stuff like that. So yeah. <laughs> did you get into any of the comics or novels or anything like that see i was big on star trek the next generation novels i used to read them that was all that i read for a couple of years in high school <laughs> mm -hmm. you know i i haven't actually i maybe i should go back and read them now but uh i never really got into the to the uh comics or novels too much yeah the novels i mean some of the novels are good and some of them are not some of them are just basically like fan fiction you know but but some of them are pretty pretty good books some of my favorite books at all you know are star trek novels yeah. you know so sure. um did you ever i know you you grew up mostly in the next generation era which i, I did too you know i was born in 77 so most of my knowledge of star trek when i was growing up was from the next generation on but did you ever go back and and check out any of the original series? I mean, I know you probably have oh, by yes. now, but but like when you were a kid, did you did you check any of that out? Uh, no, not not when I was a kid. Um, I I actually found it. It's kind of funny as a kid, because uh, because you know, like I said my my brother was big into it too, and and he would watch those, and. And you know, watch the original series plus you know like the the movies with the original. And I yeah. thought, even as a kid, I thought, well, those are kind of those old 
the episodes are kind of goofy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, uh, yeah. If you well, I mean, if you got into into the next generation in you said season three, season four, so that would put you about eighty nine, ninety somewhere in there. Um, when the when Star Trek five and six came out, which would be ninety one, ninety two, somewhere in that, did you have any interest in going to see those movies? Um. Mm. No, I never did see it in theaters because you know that wasn't uh, that that wasn't the characters. Yeah. You know, it said it. Yeah, it said Star Trek. But see Captain Picard. I didn't see Commander Riker, Data. So it's like that's uh, that's in in my childhood brain. I was thinking that's that's not that's not Star Trek. I don't know what that is. So you're a fan of the Next Generation in the mid '90s. And then Deep Space Nine comes out. So, were you excited that that was happening, or were you? Uh, did you have some, you know, reservations about a new Star Trek series, or, or how did you feel about that, or did you even care? As a kid, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't like it because they didn't. I mean, they didn't go to any planets or anything. They were just stuck on the space station, and, and I didn't. I didn't care that much. It didn't interest me. But I mean, now uh, I would say that Deep Space Nine is probably after Next Generation my second favorite of the uh, Star Trek series. What is it about Deep Space Nine now that's changed your mind um, than when you when you first started watching? Because you're right. I mean, they, in the beginning they didn't really go anywhere. They changed that a little bit when they got the Defiant and all that kind of stuff, and they were able to to do a little bit more traveling, but you know, over time, what do you think it is that's made that uh, a little more dear to your heart than than the say Voyager Enterprise? You know, I I would say the characters are a lot more diverse in Deep Space Nine. Um, you know, you, you have Odo and Quark and. Uh, all these different aliens and species that are on there all the time that it was kind of cool and kind of fun to see all these different characters interact and uh, to see the different aliens come through the space station and and uh, you know now it's it's a lot more it's a lot more entertaining to me there's a lot uh, um, that's the best way to put it uh, It's a lot, I would say, fuller, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. Like it really expands out in the universe a lot more. Um, you know, meeting different alien species constantly, and so I think that's probably a big part of it. There was, yeah, there was a lot more conflict between the characters than there was in the Next Generation. Next Generation, everybody seemed to get along all the time. Yes, <laughs> you know, that's Deep, true. Spa- Deep Space Nine. Nobody really got along all the time, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so ninety four comes along. Uh, the next generation is ending after seven years. Yeah. So, how do you feel about that at the time? You know, I actually remember being kind of sad. I, I remember as he was ninety four. So I was nine, and I remember sitting down 
and watching the final episode of, of Next Generation. Um, all good things. And you know, I remember just being kind of just enthralled and, and fascinated because, you know, it's going back and forth through time and you're yeah. seeing old old characters. You know, they brought back Tasha Yar, uh, all these these different timelines. I remember thinking that was so cool. But at the same time, I, I was actually kind of kind of sad, kind of depressed that it was that it was ending, um, you know, and, and there wasn't such a thing. Uh, at the time is like, you know, oh, just wait for the series to come out on DVD or right. Netflix or something. So I didn't know if I was ever going to see this show again. So, yeah, it was, was kind of bittersweet. Did you know that there was a movie coming? I didn't at the time, no. Yeah, the, the, I mean, the news was out there, but, you know, I could see where a nine-year-old kid yeah, wouldn't get that news or something like that. You know, you had to be reading all the magazines and all that kind of stuff to know the ins and outs. Cause like you said, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have, you know, all these uh, websites telling us every detail of what was coming for the right, next exactly. 10 years or whatever. So, yeah. So, uh, so you, you didn't know that the movie was coming, but then the movie did come out in 95. Yeah. Did were, were how psyched were you when you found out that they were going to have a next generation movie? Uh, I, I was I was pretty excited. Uh, I gotta say, because um, up to that point, I hadn't seen any Star Trek film in the theater, and so to be able to go and to see these characters I love so much up on the big screen, and then to also uh, bring in uh, Kirk from the original series and and have those two meet was. It was cool. It, it was a lot of fun. Um, I remember seeing that movie and and just or seeing it for the first time and just being thoroughly entertained. Yeah. So how did you feel when you saw the Enterprise explode? Um, <laughs> I I was you know glued glued to the glued to the screen. You know, it's it's like that. I can't believe that 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 ship is gone. You know, it's like <laughs> it's, it was crazy to me. Okay, so so ninety five, the the first film came out. We also got introduced to Star Trek Voyager. Yeah. Um, so, were you a big fan of? I mean, I I know anybody that was a Star Trek fan was gonna sit down and was gonna watch Voyager. Um, how did you feel about that show when it started? I was I was excited because it was a you know the new series. Um, and you know, for a while, I would say for like the first uh, two, three seasons, you know, I, I never, I never missed an episode. Um, after a while, though, I'd kind of check in on it periodically. Uh, I, I kind of lost interest a little bit, but uh, yeah, for a while there, I, I never, I never missed it. So as you're watching these shows, like you said, you you were born in '85. So uh, next generation, the the Star Trek Generations came out when you were about ten, and that's about the time that yeah. Voyager started. So as you're moving into your teenage years, and Voyager is going along, and at the same time we're getting a couple more movies. You know, you had First Contact, you had Insurrection. Um, is how big of a 
part of your life is Star Trek as you're moving through your teenage years? You know, it's... Honestly, I mean, I started moving on to other other uh, fandoms. I started moving more into, like, superheroes and comic books and stuff like that. But uh, Star Trek, especially it being a, a teenager... You know, I always kind of carried that with me. Um, I would, I would almost call it my moral compass. Um, yeah. You know, most most people, you know, they have the what would Jesus do? Mine was more what would Picard do? <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, it 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 in a lot of ways, I think it taught me to be uh, a lot more tolerant um a lot uh, a lot more kind uh a lot more understanding and and being able to rationalize and and think things through especially teenager you know your hormones are going crazy and you're going through all these mood swings and and i think a lot of the time it helped kind of kept me grounded you know kind of took a breath and 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 thought okay this you know this isn't this isn't the way you know uh, uh, Picard would handle this, or, or Riker. You know, he, Riker was always my favorite as a kid. Yeah. So it's not how Commander Riker would handle this. Like, come, come down, just, just relax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I actually took up playing the trombone for a while because of Commander Riker. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I played the trombone in the sixth grade. I could, I, I couldn't play a note of it now. <laughs> no, yeah, same with me. I yeah. I have no idea. I don't even know how to hold it anymore. But, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, so as you're moving through uh, high school and Voyager, are you still in high school when uh, when Voyager goes off the air? I guess that's probably about the same time that you would have graduated, right? I guess it was nine. It was two thousand and one or two, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I was I was still in high school. Yeah. When that show went off the air, um I know that you said that you weren't as big of a Trek fan at that point as you had been when you were a kid. Yeah. But after Voyager went off the air and you heard that uh Enterprise was coming and it was going to be more of a prequel type show, <laughs> did that do anything for you or were you at that point just whatever? <laughs> <laughs> I had to be perfectly honest, I had no interest in Enterprise at all. Um, there was just nothing about it that really appealed to me. I didn't, I, I didn't care. Um, you know, I just, it was, it was completely off my radar at the time. Have you, have you watched any of it since then? I have, yeah. I've gone back and watched a little bit of it, yes. So, how, how do you feel about it now? <laughs> um, pretty much the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 can under, I can understand the appeal of it. Um, it is kind of cool to kind of see, you know, kind of the old uniforms and the old ship and, and stuff like that. But after that novelty wears off, uh, I... I didn't really have much interest. Yeah. Yeah, I think a I think a lot of it is just how big of a impact Star Trek has had on you for your entire life because yeah. at 
when I was in in two thousand one or two when that show started, I was in my twenties, you know, and I had a family, but it was new Star Trek and it was on TV every week. Sure, so I was gonna watch, it, you know. Sure, yeah. And then, uh, but what about uh, what about the other Next Generation movies that came out? through that time period you know insurrection i think i'm not insurrection um nemesis came out probably in about the about the same time mm-hmm. um did you go and see that in theaters or was it something that you just waited and watched later no no i i was there first yeah. day oh yes i i was first in line yeah that movie is kind of hit or miss with fans there's some fans that Really liked it. There's fans that really hated it, mm-hmm. and then there's a few in the middle. I'm, I fall somewhere in the middle. But uh, what did you think of the movie when you watched it then, and how do you feel about it now? When I watched it then, I I really enjoyed it. I uh, I really liked it. Um, I, I thought it was kind of a cool concept with the whole you know Picard clone and everything, and and uh, you know. Data sacrificing himself, you know. Spoilers. Yeah. I'm sorry for <laughs> anybody hasn't seen. I, it. I think anybody watching the, the listening to this show has probably seen <laughs> it. That's <laughs> probably safe bet. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. You know, like you were saying, you know, it was it was more Star Trek. You know, it was uh it was my crew. It was my captain. Um. So I I enjoyed it then. Now, um, I fall somewhere in the middle. I think. Um. You know, if if I have like a weekend where I just want to watch all the Star Trek films, I'll certainly sit down and watch it. But it's not, it's not my go-to. That's for sure. Who was your on the next? The next generation is your series, right? I yeah. mean, that's that's the one that you like the best. So, who you said that uh, Commander Riker was your favorite character on that show? Yes. So, what was it about Commander Riker that just? you know, just hit, hit something for you. Uh, I like the fact that he never, he wasn't all that serious. He was a good contrast to Picard who was very stoic and very by the book where Riker had a sense of humor and yeah. yeah, And, and he seemed more relatable. You know, he was, uh, you know, he liked jazz music and, uh, he was a ladies man and, you know, he enjoyed having, having fun. You know, he, he was a good commander. He was a great commander. Um, but you know, he wasn't above, you know, making a joke or, or, or laughing. And I always, always liked that about him. Yeah. Um, yeah. A a lot of people, when you ask, uh, when you ask them their, their favorite character you get a lot of people to say war if you get a lot of people to say mm-hmm. data you know they're kind of the fan favorite so sure, it's just yeah. interesting because you don't you don't hear a lot of people that just you know <laughs> just the regular bearded white guy back there i like him right yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but uh nemesis is over and then enterprise lasts for a few years and then goes away but you weren't <laughs> watching it anyway but um at the time that enterprise goes off the air which is 2005 Mm-hmm. Star Trek just kind of goes away, yeah, for for a while. Um, I know that you had moved on to other things, but when you found out that they were going to do a reboot of the original series, even though that wasn't the show that you really liked, um, were you excited that they were going to do that? 
Oh yeah, yeah. I I, I was stoked. Um, you know, uh, uh, during that time after Next Generation went off the air and and all that up to Lean to Nemesis, I had gained a love for uh, the original original series and those characters. So, um, the fact they're gonna reboot it and that J.J. Abrams Abrams was doing it and uh, you know they were. They, they had the technology to really, you know, really make it pop and really make it shine. Yeah, I was, I was very excited. And how did you feel about it when you actually went to see it? I really like it. I think yeah. that I think that first movie is great. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, a lot of people do. A lot of and a lot of people. <clears throat> there's you've got Star Trek purists out there that. It wasn't that they were making new Star Trek. It was just that they were putting new people in those roles that they didn't like. I like yeah. I like the first movie. I like the I like the first movie better than I like the second movie, but I actually liked them both. But um, so yeah, I, I I feel the same. Yeah. But after you saw that that movie, uh, were you like a full fledged Trekker again? I I would say so. Yeah, I um, I, yeah, I, I I think I jumped back on board. You know, I uh, uh, I watched the Next Generation. You know, went back and watched all the episodes again. I've you know since gone back and watched most, if not all, of of Deep Space Nine and all the original series. And so yeah. I'm I'm fully back in absolutely. Uh, when you go back and uh, and hit Netflix and you're gonna watch a few episodes of the Next Generation, which ones are the ones that you that are on your list of the highest rewatchability? Mm. Uh, my all-time favorite episode is Cause and Effect. Okay. Where they're caught in the in the time loop. Um, that's my all-time all-time favorite episode. This episode is great. Uh, the one I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Uh, where the characters started to de-evolve. Genesis. Um, that's what it is. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I thought that was interesting because it kind of turned into a little bit of a, a horror movie, which yeah. <laughs> was interesting to me. Um, so there's that one there. Uh, I like yesterday's Enterprise. Um, I like, uh, um, man, uh, when I can't, I don't remember the name of this episode when, uh, Picard became Locutus. Oh, um, that was the best of both worlds. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't think of that, but yeah, that's one of my all time favorites too. And, and so those episodes are usually, uh, what I go back and watch. So you named a couple of them that are that are time travel episodes. Uh, is the time travel aspect of Star Trek something that you enjoy? Yes, I, I always in I always enjoyed that. Um, you know, I liked in Star Trek uh, um, uh, number four with the original crew yeah. when they went when they went back in time. Uh, I liked I liked seeing the interaction between. Uh, those characters that are so far in the future to come back to present day or before 
and just kind of see how they reacted to things and and how uh, um, people would react to them uh, is kind of a cool little dynamic that I always enjoyed. So you said by the time that you watched the the, the reboots um, that you had gone back and watched the original series and that you had fallen in love with those characters. So yeah. when, when you're watching the Star Trek Into Darkness, what's your reaction when you find out that Cumberbatch is playing Khan? <laughs> <laughs> you know, at, it's kind of funny. At the time, I was working at a movie theater, and it was a screening for all the employees. And I was kind of the only diehard Star Trek fan there. So when he kind of revealed who he was, you know, I, I, I was like, I was, I was turning around like... No, don't you people understand? No, that's that's Khan. No, nobody gets it. <laughs> and so I was kind of excited to myself, um, uh, but you know, and, and now you know it's 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 fine. You know, I kind of that was kind of the worst kept secret of that movie at the time that he was playing Khan, but uh, it was kind of it was kind of cool. Yeah, I, I like that little little twist there. Yeah, yeah. J.J. Abrams has gotten to the point where um, you really can't believe anything that comes out of his mouth, right? <laughs> Especially yeah. when he's talking about something because he he flat out says, "No, no, it's not Con," <laughs> you know. Right. And then yeah, it is exactly. Con. J.J., you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Star Trek hasn't been in a regular series run in more than ten years. You know, we've 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 had a couple of movies. Yeah, but do you feel like there's anything missing from your life because you can't watch Star Trek every week, even though we've got five thousand episodes on Netflix? <laughs> yeah, you know, I I do. I, I there is there's something um, there's something about seeing what our future could be every week. Um, and I think that's important, especially in today's world. You know, it's those those stories and those morals are timeless. You know, they uh, they show us the better or the best part of humanity. Uh, yeah. They show us what we could be, and and you know, if we overcome all these petty things that we worry about now, um, what if we put our mind to what, what we could accomplish. And I think being able to see and revisit that on a weekly basis, um, I think is, is important. Um, especially for kids growing up now that may not have any idea what star Trek is. Right. Um, cause like, like I said, when I was a teenager, you know, it, it helped me make decisions. It helped me, uh, you know, it helped guide my life a little bit. And so I think there is something missing in our culture, not being able to revisit that universe, no pun intended, uh, every week. Yeah. So there's a new series coming in January that they're about, they're about to start doing principal, uh, photography on. Right. Yeah. So what are you hoping to get out of that series? What do you think you're actually going to get out of this? <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't know. I, as much as I enjoy the J.J. Abrams movies and I enjoy the the action and stuff like that, I hope 
that they take a step back and go back to where uh, or go back to what Star Trek is, which is uh, it's tackling moral issues. It's um, it's it, it stays away mostly from the action. It has a little bit, but for the most part, I think Star Trek is best when it's handling uh, or telling stories of of prejudice or. Um, uh, racism or stuff like that. So I hope they focus more on that, um, taking you know problems in our society and throwing them into the future instead of focusing too much on you know the action adventure side of it. Yeah. So we're I mean we're gonna get a new Star Trek movie in two days. It actually comes out tomorrow as we record this. Um, I know yeah. you're probably excited about that. Absolutely. But, yes. but like you said, these the, these films are focusing more on the action than you know the slower storytelling devices that they use in some of the series. So I think what I've heard is that the new series is not going to be set in the J.J. Abrams universe, and I think that's mainly because CBS and uh, Paramount are two separate things and cbs has all the rights to to star trek on uh, on tv and then paramount has all the rights to to star trek on on film right yeah what rumors have you heard about the series and what rumors do you hope are true and what rumors do you hope are not true or have you heard anything at all you know honestly i haven't heard anything at all and i mean i'm you know i i host a podcast myself so i'm constantly looking on the internet and researching things and I haven't seen anything about it other than that little teaser we had, you know, a yeah. few weeks back. But other than that, I haven't heard thing one about this new series. Well, I can, I can tell you what I've heard, but everything that I've heard has been squashed. <laughs> okay. Know? It's like, you know, they, they there was a rumor going around that it was going to take place between Star Trek six and the next generation. And they've come out and said, that's not true. And then there okay. was another there was another rumor that it was going to be an anthology series in the vein of like True Detective or Fargo, where every season was a different story. Mm-hmm. And they've come out and said that's not true. So I I don't have any idea either. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but um, so in terms of your Star Trek fandom, uh, where are you now? Are you as big of a fan as you've ever been? Um, what do you think Star Trek needs to do for you to get back to the feeling that you had when you were as big of a fan as you could be? I think I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, like I said before, I'm, I'm all in as far as Star Trek goes. Uh, I think it's a lot easier to be a fan now because there's so many ways to access Star Trek and there's so many different, um, options out there. Uh, and plus, you know, being a, a geek or a nerd is kind of the end thing right now. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'd say I'm, I'm probably a, a, as big a fan as I've ever been, honestly. Okay. All right. Well, um, you want to, uh, tell our listeners, uh, where they can find your show and how they can get in touch with you if they want to. Sure. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, 
So you can find all of our episodes at worldwarg.podbean.com. We're also on iTunes and on the Google Play Store. Just search World War G. Um, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Okay. Well, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you very much.